Welcome back. This is episode 170 of the NYYST podcast. I am your host, Christian, and I'm joined by all my friends today. (laughs) I'm just here by myself, uh, still dealing with the effects of the COVID-19 quarantine. See how, see if it was like COVID-24 quarantine, doesn't have the same type of ring to it, but uh, we're all experiencing experiencing this together easy for me to say um so here we are with episode 170 of the podcast uh you know we're still trying to churn out new content for you guys um last week chris and i each did a show chris was joined by a member of i believe it was andrew rotundi of the uh, bronx pinstripe so if you haven't had a chance to listen to that go to our page on uh itunes and and listen I flew solo last week. Same format we're doing here. We're uh, doing a little live show, and then it went up on iTunes. So, you know, we're still trying to do our best here with uh, coping with the social distancing, and we're still not uh, there yet with um, trying to find a way for us to work together and getting a podcast with the both of us out right now. So uh, right now you'll just have to take a little bit of me and a little bit of him. And hopefully it fixes, it gets your NYYST fixed in. But, um, you know, we're unprecedented times, so we just got to roll with the punches here and uh, go uh, go from there. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm going to be coughing a lot on this pod tonight, probably. Uh, I want everybody to understand that uh, going in and not worry that I have coronavirus. Uh, it's the end of March and... This is just what happens. It's my allergies just hitting me and, you know, <coughs> see, excuse me. I do apologize for that. Hopefully we can limit it during the show here tonight. Um, but please go to iTunes. Leave the show a uh, five-star rating and review. I know uh, that guy where I was here, he like banging on the desk to uh, to uh, do that. So let's uh let's uh, go to iTunes and get that five star rating and review in I uh, hope everybody's healthy hope everybody's safe things are getting crazy uh New Jersey just got hit with a whole new batch of uh positive tests and I know everybody's gonna freak out every time more positive tests come out everybody's gonna get um freaked out about it but Here's what's going to happen. More people you test, more people are going to come up positive. We're getting more tests in. More people are taking tests, more people are going to come up positive. Not that maybe it's getting any worse. It's just the way it is right now. And uh, hopefully things will start to get back to normal. I don't know. The president thinks things can happen in a month. You know, maybe not a month. Easter is what, April 12th this year? Um Personally, without getting political, uh, could it? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I do think that the rest of the country does have a better chance of getting back to, quote, normal faster than the area where I live in North Jersey and especially in New York. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, Due to the dense population, you know, very densely populated here. So we're going to probably have to stay in quarantine a lot more than um, other parts of the country are, you know, and it's unfortunate. But if we can if we can do systematic rollouts, maybe that wouldn't be the worst thing to try to keep the economy going a little bit. Um, 
hey guys, you know what? It, it sucks. And you, you know, if you're able to still support your small businesses that are open, uh, I would hope that you're able to. Uh, it's tough for everybody. Um, so we'll just, we're just going to have to keep moving on here. But Hey, you know what? Today is supposed to be. Today is supposed to be opening day. And my shirt should say, where's baseball, Susan? Because we don't know right now, right? <coughs> Excuse me. The uh, commissioner gave an interview on ESPN. Uh, I believe it was uh, Wednesday night. I don't even know what day it is anymore, to be honest with you. And I'm sure a lot of you are going through the same issues that I am, not really knowing what day it is because all the days are just kind of melting together right now. But um, we're at a point here where, you know, we're he's trying to be optimistic and try to, like, lay out a timeline. But the problem with that is we don't know when it this is going to be over or when it's going to be safe to come out and play. You know, we don't know this. And the problem, as I was just saying earlier, is that other parts of the country – might be able to go back to normal before the metropolitan areas are. And that's going to be a big problem for us. And I mean, the majority of you listening are Yankee fans. So it's going to, or I'm just going to, I'm going to say probably we're probably hitting that 99.9% Yankee fans that listen to this podcast, but we're at a point, uh, excuse me, we're, we're going to maybe get to a point where, you know, certain states can get back to a sense of normalcy, but maybe not New York, maybe not New Jersey. And what how does that affect the Yankees and the Mets? Do the Yankees and Mets are they always on the road? Like, do the Yankees go to Boston but like play as the home team? Um, I don't personally. I don't want to see that. Like, don't get me wrong. At this point now. Where we're actually missing baseball. This is the first official day where we're missing baseball. Yeah, spring training has been canceled for weeks, but it's still spring training. You know, it's uh, it's something you take in, but it's not – the emotion isn't there. This is the first official day that we're missing baseball. So now that we're here and at that point where we're missing baseball, it's like you'll take anything right now. Like if you – could see the Yankees play the Orioles uh, in, you know, Poland, where they probably, I don't know, there's Poland big in baseball. I wouldn't think so, but like you would take it right now. You would because you're you're just jonesing for baseball so bad. But so I don't want to say that I don't want like oh I definitely 100 percent would not want to see the Yankees play as the home team in Fenway Park, but I don't like, I want the Yankees to be the home team in the Bronx. So because of the uncertainty surrounding uh, the entire country as a whole, we don't know, like we can't really put time frames on things and you're hearing, you know, like maybe they want to, they want to play, you know, mid mid to late may is that what i was hearing correctly i should have looked this up uh before i came on the show but i forgot to because we're actually this is another thing that i want to plug right now uh on the website nyysportstalk.com we de- we're debuting a new interview series called 10 questions in quarantine 
Uh, and our first interview was with Jack Curry of the Yes Network. Jack did an amazing job with his interview. Uh, so we do implore everybody to go to the website and check that out. Uh, this is meant to – it's not a serious interview. It's meant to be fun, meant to be lighthearted. Um um, because of what's going on in the world, you know, you just want to have a little fun right now, get to know some of your favorite Yes Network personalities a little bit better. We have a couple of ball players lined up as well. So, uh, and a couple of uh, favorites of the podcast. Uh, you know, if you follow, if you've listened to us long enough, you can probably figure out who they're going to be. But we don't want to spoil anything. We want to keep you tuned in to the website. Uh, today was Jack Curry. Tomorrow we'll have a new one, and then we'll come back with more on Monday. We won't put any out on the weekend. But and now I completely lost my entire train of thought. But uh, oh yeah, okay. So right, what are we going to do? Let's say that. We're still in crisis mode here in the East Coast. Maybe crisis mode still on the West Coast, but the center part of the country, you know, maybe they can get maybe they can get back to that normal life, right? So what do we do? Do the Yankees and Mets play in empty stadiums at home? Do you want to see that? Do you then do you risk um, other teams traveling into New York? I don't know if that's something they want to do per se. Uh, my Best solution right now off the top of my head is like I'm thinking is just have the Yankees play in Tampa. Have them play at Steinbrenner Field. It's kind of still their home ballpark. I mean, it would suck for us. Like I really just want to be at Yankee Stadium. I really just want to watch my Yankees in their home ballpark, but I get it. We're in such an unprecedented time right now that maybe that's not possible. And instead of playing in front of nobody or having them always be in a, in a visiting ballpark, at least then they can be, have some semblance of a home field advantage, have some semblance of, uh, you know, uh, being at home playing at Steinbrenner field. Maybe that's the best case scenario and then you keep hearing that they're maybe going to try to extend the season that they'll play in november and then you know what it's like you know you're living up here you know what it's like in november especially nowadays it can be very hit or miss you can have a 60 degree day you can have a blizzard so you don't want to be playing world series games you know we're Yankee fans is what we're hoping for. Uh, you don't want to be playing World Series games with the threat of a blizzard. So you're obviously lessening that in Florida. And the other thing is like they're like, oh, we'll play a neutral site. What's neutral site? Are we going to play? You know, the Marlins have a dome. Do you want all the postseason to be played at um, where the, in Marlins Park? I mean, it's the only time they'll probably ever host a postseason game. Ha, ha, ha. But – no, I, you you don't want the baseball playoffs to become sterile. You don't want it, it to become where there's no – that's what's so great about the baseball postseason to me is that no matter where you are, there's a home field advantage to being in your home ballpark uh, during the postseason. Your fans are into it. We don't like the Houston Astros. We don't like the Houston Astros fans, right? Because we're Yankee fans. We don't like them. But what an atmosphere at Minute Maid, Ball, at Minute Maid Park when the Yankees are there during the postseason. Do you not want that? And then how is that fair to say the Yankees where they would have to play at, say, in Miami? And Houston's got a dome. They're in, Even if they didn't, they're in Texas. The weather's not really a problem there. So, like... 
you, you Astros would still have home field advantage uh, and have their home fans in uh, in the postseason, but the Yankees wouldn't. There's, I mean, you want to debate and break all this stuff down, but there's just so much uncertainty of it all, and it, it makes it hard. But you want, but look, guys, we got to get lost in something, right? I mean, it, it's supposed to be opening day. Uh, it's like seven. 40 something right now so i'm assuming i don't remember what time in my head but i believe the game was supposed to be at three o'clock you know we you know you know chris and i should be doing a pod right now breaking down garrett cole's first start as a new york yankee but we can't and it sucks there's no doubt about there's nothing more than i would love to do tomorrow than fight angry yankee fans because garrett cole gave up three runs in an inning and people overreacting and saying he's overpaid and overhyped and fighting people being like, dude, it's one star. It's the first star of the season. But we can't. There's no baseball. And it sucks. So it's just like it's time to, you know, there's nothing else that we can do. So let's just kind of like let's get lost in something like what are the options for major league baseball right now? You hear that, you know, the commissioner apparently has said they can't do 162. And I agree. I agree. They can't do 162. If you're going to start May, June, whenever you can't do 162, it's impossible. The logistics of it are just not going to happen because you don't want to be playing. Look, Nobody wants to be playing baseball on Christmas. Seriously. I know Scott Boris said something the other day about having a World Series game on Christmas. And as cool of a novelty as that might be, you really don't want it. You would really like to, to be wrapped up the latest by Thanksgiving. So what is a fair number to you, everybody? Uh, you know, I'm sure if they told you you get 40 games in a postseason right now, it's signed 40, you get nothing. You're going to take it because we have nothing right now. But you'd like to at least see him play 100 games this season, right? 100 would be in fair? I think so. I think I would absolutely sign in blood for 100 games right now uh, for the 2020 season. And also, uh, you hear, like, how would they squeeze in all these games? How would How would we get to 100 games, right? Or whatever they're planning on playing. More double headers, right? They would have to play double headers, maybe. What I don't like is the idea that's being floated around that these double header games would then be seven innings each. Um like I, you wanna you just wanna come out and say hell no to something, like no seven inning baseball games, but if you're getting a seven inning baseball game, you're getting baseball. And that's what I keep having to say to myself, like yeah, you don't want seven-inning baseball games, but you want baseball. So if that's the compromise, that you can have seven-inning games during doubleheaders to get baseball, how do you say no to it? I guess you can't, right? You really can't. It's, it's oh, God, like, I just don't know what, like, I don't know what to say. Like, I want to come in and have an entertaining pod with you guys and talk about baseball, but it's just like, Commissioner says something, and you're like, no, I don't want that. But then somebody says to you, well, that means they're playing baseball. So you're like, yeah, I guess. I guess I'll take it. I want baseball. I want it. You know, I've never been addicted to anything in my life, but like, I'm a but baseball. 
So it's like, yeah, I'll take it. Give it to me. Give me baseball. <laughs> I will take seven innings and a doubleheader as much as the, like it, the baseball purist of me wants to just like throw up and then smack my head against the wall thinking about a seven inning game. Like, it, it, but it will mean we'll pro, we are playing games. So I'm I'm gonna take it. So. I take a hundred games. I'll take seven inning games. I just, I just need bait. We need baseball. We need it. We, we absolutely need it. And one of the coolest things to come out of this um, quarantine, but social distancing, right? It's like, you're supposed to stay away from people, but here comes Aaron Boone over to Garrett Cole's house to play catch with his ace. I mean, that, that is pretty cool. Uh, and you did see the video that went around of a pregnant Amy Cole, uh, hurling rockets at her husband so uh at least you see garrett cole's keeping his arm in shape but and that brings us to another thing right let's say that uh baseball can come back on june 1st well that means baseball really needs to come back on may 1st because you know spring training was canceled two or three weeks of spring training so these so are we essentially starting at square one again where guys are rolling in on valentine's day or february 12th or whatever the report date was are we back to that point now where we got to start over again you know guys are trying to still keep it in shape but you know it's not the same thing as when they're in camp right you know that so if we can play on june 1st does that mean we really need to be able to congregate again on may 1st and then, or is it just, or is it then now if they, we can get back to normal, quote, on June 1st, does that mean we're really not playing baseball until July 1st? Because then now you can probably July, August, September, October, you can still probably get in a 90, 100 game season at that point. And um, as much as I want baseball to come back much sooner, I think in the last episode we talked about opening day, Memorial Day and how cool that would be. I mean, for the country to just get over this and have a celebration of life in baseball coming back on July 4th. I mean, it, does it get better than that? Could it get better than that? Yeah, it could. Play baseball on Memorial Day. Like, like that's really uh, – but so I think you have to put into perspective these timelines where you have to look at it like – they say, yeah, everybody can come out on June 1st, but that doesn't mean that we can just jump back into playing baseball because I think these guys are going to have to pretty much go through spring training again. And you can't give them a week. I mean, is what's fair? What's fair? A week? I don't think a week would be enough because I would think at least the amount of time that they missed is the amount of time that they would need to get ready and maybe tack on a week of that because everybody's just sitting around. Like I said, I don't think everybody, I don't think a lot of these guys are sitting around eating Doritos and getting fat, but like it's like there's, it's limited what the Yankees are still able to do if they're even able to do anything anymore at the, uh, at Steinbrenner Field. They're limited what they're able to do at home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like you got to get everybody back into the swing of things. So you're almost going to have to restart spring training. So, um, the more and more I think about it, maybe July 4th is the best case scenario for everybody. Unless this timeline of them saying, well, we can play on June 1st really means that we're back to business on May 1st. You know what I'm saying? So I I don't I don't know, guys. Like it's uh so there's really there's really not much else news wise uh I to talk about. Uh 
I guess we could talk about Noah Syndergaard needing Tommy John surgery. Um, I guess the Yankees dodged a bullet there by not they had that rumored trade in the winter meetings of 29. Well, I guess it would be 2018. Uh, but there was some proposed, some talks of Noah Syndergaard coming to the Yankees because imagine if Thor and Seve both needed Tommy John surgery on this staff. It, it obviously wouldn't be a good thing. I uh, We could talk briefly here uh, as like a teaser type thing, I guess you would call it. ESPN Radio the other day was like, what does Chris Sale needing Tommy John surgery mean to the Yankees? And I tweeted this out. It means absolutely nothing. And uh, if you agree or disagree, I would love to know your thoughts on it. Uh, because to me personally, I don't really see the Reds – the Red Sox as a threat to the Yankees or the even the Rays to be a second place team in this. They might not even be a threat to the Blue Jays to be a third place team in this division this year when we get back to baseball. Because, you know, when you go through a scenario where you trade your best player in Mookie Betts and then your ace needs Tommy John surgery, even before that, your number two guy, David Price, who... You know, Yankee fans have no real respect for him uh, because he's very rarely, if ever, pitched well against the Yankees. But during the course of the regular season, this guy can go out there and pitch to a sub-4 ERA, you know, make starts, be representative, and be a solid 2 or 3 guy. Uh, He's traded too. So where are you getting your innings from? So I don't really, to answer ESPN Radio's question, I don't really think it means anything to the Yankees that Chris Sale is missing the season. It doesn't. And to go back to Noah Syndergaard missing the season now with Tommy John surgery, the Mets' odds to go to the World Series or win the division, I forget what they were talking about, are exactly the same after the news came out. And I find that hard to believe how you can lose your number two and it not really affect your odds of winning. I know Noah had a down year last year, but now you're asking Marcus Stroman to step up and be a number two? I got my own issues with Marcus Stroman because he blocked me on Twitter. Uh, he blocks a lot of people on Twitter because he can't really handle negative criticism, even though I really wasn't being negative towards him. He just said something I disagreed with and I Said as much, not in a – maybe he took it as a jerky way, but I didn't really think – I could really been a jerk about it, but I don't think I was – but, you know, whatever. But he does have a rep as being a guy that blocks people on Twitter. So, I mean, there you go. Uh, uh, you know, so now you're asking him to step up. You're asking, you know, Matt's to step up. And then, you know, Porcello is now your number four. It's the same thing we talk about with the Yankees all the time. It was fine when Hap was your number five. But now you're looking at a scenario where Hap has to be the number three. And again, this is something that we talked about last episode. Um, what is the silver lining of the baseball season being delayed? That Hap can slide back to being a number four now because – we're gonna probably be looking at a scenario where we're not gonna we're gonna be back, and so is James Paxton. So James Paxton can slide into the number two or number three slot wherever you want to put him. Uh, you got to think Stan's gonna be ready. You know, you hear Judge's healing. So, you know, if we play in June, 
let's hope Judge is ready for that because if if not, then how much longer? Um, so these are all things to can consider that maybe this it sucks. It does suck, but you gotta you always gotta take a positive out of something, and the positive could be is that James Paxton actually won't miss any time. John Carl Stan actually won't miss any time. Maybe Judge won't miss any time, or if he does, it'll be a lot less than he would have if the season started today. Um, so, I mean, uh, like I said, we're, we're in an unprecedented time We're we're, we're, we're just trying to get through this and there's sometimes there's no words for it, but when you, you have to do a podcast, you got to find the words for it. And it's, uh, and it's hope. We hope that we can get back to baseball. We hope that we can get back to some normalcy here whether that's May 1st, June 1st, July 1st. I just don't want to be in a scenario where there's no baseball this year at all because that would be terrible. And from a personal perspective, from, you know, my wife is, you know, you guys hear me talking about this all the time and I don't, you know, I don't mean to harp on it, but you know, my wife's due first week in May. Like all I can think about is like sitting with my daughter, watching baseball, holding her, feeding her, watching baseball, you know, you know, and instilling the love I have of this game and of the Yankees in her so we can have that thing to bond over and have that thing, that daddy-daughter time that she – I don't have to force her to go to a Yankee game. She asked daddy to go to the Yankee game. You know what I'm saying? So, like – and I know that she's a be a baby and she won't remember any of this shit, but I will, you know? And it's like you don't want those – you don't want the first year of her life, the first season of her life to be canceled. You don't want that, you know? So like from being, I guess from being like on a selfish level here, you, you want, you want baseball back. So, you know, you can sit back and, and have those moments in your life where just like everything's perfect. You're watching Aaron judge hit a 500 foot home run while Gary Cole striking out 16 and the Yankees are, are slapping around the Red Sox and you're holding your daughter in your hands like those. And then you're sitting back and saying, Hey, life's not that bad. And you want that. And, and hopefully we will get there. And, you know, it's just, it's just that word again, hope. And hopefully we will all get through this healthy and together. And, you know, so I guess we can wrap up here, you know, probably going on 25 minutes to half hour. So you don't need to hear me rambling on too, too much. But as I said, you know, thank you for everybody that's been jumping in and out watching, you know, thank you. Everybody's going to download and listen. Uh, I know it's probably, you guys probably like it better when Chris and I are together playing off each other, but you know, like you said, we're, we're, we're in a different era right now and you gotta, he's got three kids. I got a pregnant wife, you know, you don't know where everybody's been. You, you, you just got to play things smart right now. And until we can figure out a way to bring the show back together, you know, like I said, you got to take me and you got to take him and just take your NX, N, NXT, <laughs> your NYYSC fixed the way you can get it. And we do appreciate everybody. And we do want to produce as much content as possible. That's why we came up with the 10 questions in quarantine uh, idea to at least if we can't do regular shows we're doing something for you guys because you guys have been super supportive of the show through the years and you know without the fans there's no reason to really do this so thank you to everybody and we do wish uh you know health and safety upon you and your families 
So just continue to social distancing, only go out if you absolutely need to, you know, go take a walk, but you know, don't, you know, just because the grocery store is open and you need to get out of the house, if you don't really need anything, you know, don't, don't go out. I mean, I'll give a Brian Hulk a plug here. If you haven't read this, go on Amazon and get it delivered. Mission 27. I, I read this when I was on vacation last year and I couldn't put it down. I read it in like three or four days, which, you know, for me is really fast because I'm not a fast reader. Usually when I read, especially for entertainment purposes, and I, I like to really take my time and ingest the information, but I couldn't put the book down. So. And if you're a Yankee fan and you remember the last World Series that they won in 2009, this is a really good book. If you haven't read The Baby Bombers yet, also by Brian Hoke, and I should give Mark Feinstein some love as well. Mark Feinstein co-wrote this with Hoke. But if you haven't read The Baby Bombers yet, you need to get on that because that book came out two years ago now. And it's really the backstory of how guys like Gary Sanchez and Aaron Judge and I know he's not here anymore, but Greg Bird, and it kind of gives an insight onto how and Luis Severino uh, and backstory and insight and things that you might not know on how scouting and, and Brian Cashman's mind works and how they do talent evaluations. It was really, really good. It's an excellent read. I wouldn't recommend Mission 27 to non-Yankee fans because it really is like a book for Yankee fans, but I would recommend Baby Bombers to non-Yankee fans to just get that insight of how a team, a GM puts together his team. So I would definitely recommend that. So these are things you can do to keep yourself busy, fill your baseball void. Uh, you can buy MLB the show. I bought it a week ago, still haven't played it, even in quarantine. That's where I'm at with, with video games these days, but maybe I'll crack it open this weekend. As soon as I, end this with you. I got another uh, set of questions to answer to another person that has agreed to do 10 questions in quarantine. And then I'm going to watch 61 because it's my favorite baseball movie of all time. And it's the only thing I can think of to be watching this evening while there is no actual baseball. So again, thank you for uh, spending part of your, uh, today's Thursday, right? <laughs> thank you for spending part of your Thursday evening with me. And if uh, you're listening on iTunes, thank you for downloading and, uh, listening uh in your in your uh regular way of listening to podcasts so thank you very much uh i don't i really this is where i get thrown off because usually it's like stack guy right chris say goodbye but no one's here so uh also i do want to plug this before we go um as everybody knows that follows me big sylvester stallone fan rocky obviously um I have been doing the Sylvester Stallone movie madness tournament every day at 4 p.m. A new matchup drops 32 movies pitted against each other to find out the ultimate Sylvester Stallone movie. We are on the sixth matchup of the first round today, Thursday, uh, as it's live as we're recording this. Um so far, all the one seeds have advanced and the uh, first two seed is advanced. So nothing has gone against the chalk, as they say. I thought cop, uh, excuse me, I thought over the top had a chance to upset Rocky Balboa in a 2-7 matchup. I really thought so. Over the top, I thought was a live underdog, but Rocky Balboa is definitely put down over the top over the top is one of those cheesy 80 movies right like you saw it in the 80s and now you watch it in 2020 and you're like 
yeah, it didn't really age well, but people have fond memories of it from the 80s. So, and because I know Rocky Balboa is a little divisive amongst Rocky fans, where it's just like, I love it. It's my, per- you guys know, it's my favorite Rocky movie. I love it. That's why I put it as a two seed in, in the Rocky region, right? So I thought there was a chance that over the top could upset Rocky Balboa, but it didn't. So I'm, I'm glad everybody that voted didn't let Rocky Balboa get knocked out in the first round. So right now, I believe it's Escape Plan is a two seed versus Nighthawks, a seven seed in the Expendables region. And tomorrow, Friday, will be the second first round matchup in the first blood region. And I don't recall the time I had what the two seven matchup is there. But please follow me on Twitter at Christian underscore NYYST to come out and vote every day at 4 p.m. for the next uh, matchup in the Sylvester Stallone Movie Madness Tournament. Um, probably wouldn't be doing this if baseball didn't get canceled. But like I said, you got to try to do different things. Got to try to stay busy, try to stay active, try to stay and having fun during these unprecedented times. So uh, thank you for uh, listening. And, uh, you know, when there's baseball, there's baseball. When there's another podcast, there's another podcast. Because, like we said, there's really – you can't really promise anything these days because you just never know what's going to happen next. But uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.